0: Hey everybody, this is the BSN Avalanche Podcast presented by Total Beverage. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you guys about this really awesome deal for BSN listeners. If you didn't know by now, Total Beverage is delivering beer, wine, and liquor to anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge down to Erie. For a limited time, Total Beverage is offering $10 off your $50 or more purchase on their website and on their app. Use the promo code BSN10 to save $10 off your $50 or more purchase for all of your parties and events and have it delivered straight to your door. Now let's jump into the show.
1: This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. Going to work, crisscrossing with Jost. Right in, turned out by Jari. That was a one-on-two. Now Jost. McKenna- The best avalanche coverage in Denver.
0: Ice House Tavern in downtown Denver. We are down here at the Ice House Tavern. I am your host, Jesse Montano. I am joined by the one, the only, the legendary, Where? Adrian Dater. Where? A- oh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> AD, it has been a minute since you and I have, have gotten on a mic together. I
1: know, man. It's, a, it's like been, old home week.
0: I know. It's been a while since I've seen you, actually. How have you been?
1: Uh, good, good. I think uh, no, I'm off to pass. Uh, oh, I'm though. good. Thank I'm you. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. We just got passed up. Uh, we just got offered free Jaeger to start yeah, the podcast. Yeah. So you just
0: heard how, what a People wimp I am. People are telling me I
1: need to drink it, but I'm. Uh, live into pass. the mic. That, You've pass. heard
0: that emphatic uh, denial there. Yeah, so,
1: yeah, good to be on the pod. We've been switching things up a little bit. Yeah. You know, uh, I was just telling three you. we in the booth, you know, with thought maybe we could do it a little better I do a podcast once a week maybe twice Uh, you guys handle the rest hopefully readers like that but
0: I think listeners uh, that is yeah we've we've gotten some good feedback recently so uh, I think uh, you and I were just talking I think everyone really liked uh, you know hearing and getting that kind of glimpse Inside the locker room, which is what our intro says that we do, anyway. So uh, we lived up to the name.
1: But uh, but uh, but I'm good to be on here. Good good to be on here tonight. Talk a little abs. I'm always interested to talk abs. So we what do we got tonight, man? We Uh, got a we got a game going on. We're down here
0: at the Ice House Tavern.
1: We're here at the Ice House. And and we're here
0: because the abs are playing the Wild right now. And
1: uh, And the abs are up. 1-0. 1-0 One nothing.
0: One nothing on a Tyson Berry goal. Now, now I want yeah. to talk about this again because we haven't had you on the show in a while. Yeah. AD Erd, I guess we, it's not that we haven't had you on. You and I haven't been on it in a while. A. J. and I uh, talked a little bit about it yesterday. Tyson Berry, his fifth 10 goal season, yeah. his third 50 point season. Yep. I want to get your take on a couple things Tyson Barry laid, and I also want to talk to you about what your kind of gut feeling is with him heading into the summer.
1: I mean, my gut feeling still is still that he's going to be traded, but, you know, I just, you know, every time I think about that actually happening, I think I get, you know, sort of queasy, almost second thoughts in a way that, you know, yeah, 50 points is something you can't overlook here uh, at all. I mean, once he, it seemed like he, he had a lull uh, for a while, but he's picked it back up, and, uh, you know, he got the first period goal here. And uh, my gut still says though he's gonna be traded, and yet, boy, they are going to you know—damn well better make sure they get something good back. And uh, you know, I don't—I don't—I uh, don't feel 100% confident either way in what's gonna happen. Like, I, I don't—I don't think they want to trade Tyson Berry, but you know, their needs are not gonna be changed over. No matter what happens here in the next couple months, they're going you know, to still need a, another forward, preferably a top six, bigger forward. Uh, unless you know, unless they feel like they don't get enough, and then they say, "Well, we got first-round pick. We're drafted. Lottery's April 9th. They don't have to trade anything till June right the draft, or July 1st." So. You know, maybe they think, you know, they get Jack Hughes. All right, now Barry's more expendable. Or they don't get Jack Hughes. And they go, ah, we only got the fourth pick. Now we got to keep Barry and not give him up for seller's price, you know, for right. buyer's price. That, you know.
0: So you were so, you were like, around, you covered Sandis Lynch Sandy Ozilinc is the only defenseman in abs History that has had more 50 point seasons than Tyson yeah. Berry has. Tyson Berry has passed him for uh, most points from yeah. a defenseman in, uh, in uh, franchise history.
1: Yeah. As yeah. we're getting ready to give away yeah. some sweet tickets here. Uh, Literally, back, figuratively. Yep.
0: Watching Sandy Lynch covering Sandy Lynch Yeah. What does Tyson Berry bring from an offensive yeah. standpoint that, that Sandy a who was a beloved Av, also brought uh, – Tyson Berry is like one of the most hated Avs of all time for some reason. No, I don't I think know. that's true. But, 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 uh, but I, I do – A.J. and I stand firm he is the clear-cut, most underappreciated Av in franchise history.
1: Um, yeah, I'd have to think about that a little bit. Probably right up there, but uh, uh, anyway, Sanis Ozilinch, Uh Different kind of player.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Much more of a – Puck rusher through the all the way through the offensive zone, took it puck to the net. Uh, he did have a pretty good slap shot that he used, but more skill than Tyson Berry, more, more pure skill. Probably a more artistic skater. Um, probably never a very good defensive player. But when you got sixty points a year, you didn't you knew you could live with it. Uh,
0: and so so from Tyson Berry's standpoint, yeah, but, is it just because the cost of a defenseman like that has gone up so much and you're probably going to have to give Tyson Berry a, a nice raise on his next on his next contract? Yeah, is that well, why it's probably in the team's best interest to move him and, and hope that Kale McCarr and Sam no, Gerard kind of make up that production?
1: I think it's more they really need a forward. Berry's got a year left. They've already, you know, passed this deadline, so they're have Whatever teams trading for him's hoping they get one great year. Right. <laughs> it's kind of almost a rental situation, which it's gonna hurt. I think. I don't know. Hockey deals are easier to make in the draft, so it, you, there's it probably doesn't affect his value much. What not making a deal earlier, but uh, 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 surpassing the 50 point barrier certainly helps his trade value. I think. Uh, yeah. But I think the biggest thing is they need a forward and they also have Kale McCarr coming. And they're gonna have to make a hard decision on one or the other. Like we can't keep Barry and then repay him a big huge deal and then got Kale McCar who's gonna want you know, he's gonna make a lot of money in three years and his uh,
0: his first sec- eventually, his second contract.
1: You know, you've you've gotta you know try something different, I think. <laughs> Barry is still the most logical guy to go. But, uh, you know, when he scores goals against Minnesota Wild on a night like tonight, it's uh, it's easy to go, oh, don't, don't trade Tyson. <laughs> but I think it's gonna, you know, if this team misses the playoffs, you know, they're gonna make changes. You know, there's gonna be some changes. And just, I think, so that is going to be just, like, why did we not make the playoffs? Well, we didn't make the playoffs because we didn't really have enough real good forward depth uh, well, how, how can we get that? Well, we can draft Jack Hughes, uh, or we can trade for a veteran now and get something immediately we know next year. and uh, We wish Tyson the best. We got, but we have the college hockey's best offensive defenseman in years coming. So, you know, we'll, we'll survive. It's so, going to be a hard choice either way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last question for, for this segment. If Tyson Berry is, is moved – him, like you said, him hitting that 50-point barrier, the 10-goal barrier. Everyone makes jokes, oh, trade value's high. Does it make that big of a difference? Does one season make that big of a difference? Or is the fact that he's now hitting these milestones again, does that jack his trade value? Because you can say, look, this is a proven 50-point yeah. guy.
1: Yeah, like I've always said on the pod before, like, a, lot of, a lot of pro sports today, a lot of hockey, a lot of GMs, they've got to win that press conference somehow. Mm-hmm. 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 If you trade for Tyson Berry, you got to go to your fans. Let's say you gave up a popular forward, you got to be able to go to your fans and say, "Look, guys, we had to give up a good player to get a guy like this. Yeah. Tyson Berry, a proven 50-point scorer on defense. Do you know how valuable that is? Right. Then they can they can sell that better than all right. He got 43 points for the Avs <laughs> on a non-playoff team. That's good and all, but." Right. Fifty points, is, I think, is a definite magic number for defensemen. whereas when they hit that, you go, oh, oh that's that's a guy we, we gotta get, yeah. we gotta pay. So it's we've had Tyson Berry for how many years now, and uh, exactly how many playoff rounds have they won? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been since 2000.
0: I think 13, 14 12? was his first full, full season.
1: T- okay. Full season, right?
0: See, I think 2012 was the first time
1: we got to look at him. So, it's going to be a hard decision either way, you know, a hard decision either way. But uh, if I was laying money right now, I would say, as somebody who writes for gambling.com now, a little plug... Plug, plug, I plug, would plug, say minus 135 to, to Tyson Berry to be traded. That's what I would put on it if well, I Kevin, was man.
0: Kevin, if you're out there listening, I know you're already taking those odds. So uh, there you go. AD, uh, anything else for this segment <laughs> before the uh, the game gets back going? Uh no, just enjoying uh, seeing
1: you two guys here uh, in front of me. Uh, enjoying uh, enjoying the night here at the Ice House Tavern. Still, if you're listening, come on down. You can get free sweet tickets, and I mean that literally. Sweet. Suite, S-U-I-T-E. <laughs> so.
0: All right. Well, there you go. We're going to jump to our first break here. We will be right back on the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Icehouse House Tavern.
2: but they also offer a rewards program that will help towards your purchases.
3: I would recommend Frosted Leaf to a
0: friend, and I would tell them to look forward to different strains and to
3: knowledgeable help.
2: Check out Frosted Leaf's three Denver locations and download their app today.
0: Segment number two here, BSN Avalanche podcast, presented by Icehouse Tavern, Jesse Montano and Adrian Dater. On the mic here, down at Ice House Tavern in downtown Denver. Last we talked to you, it was one nothing Avs. Now it's two to one Avs.
1: Weird period.
0: Weird period, for sure.
1: Avs got a goal taken away that period as mm-hmm. well. Your quick thoughts on the call, Maddie? So, saw it.
0: You beat me to the question. I was about uh, to ask you. So yes. we'll, uh, I'll, I'll give mine, then I'll flip it. You know, it's it's funny because it went in. And everyone here at the watch party cheered. And you and I were sitting next to each other, and, and, and you said, uh, I don't know, there's a lot going on in front. They yeah. show the replay, and we're kind of walking that line of were the guys pushed, was Dubnik initiating contact? Uh, to me, I think had Soderberg made a little bit more of an attempt to get out of the crease, uh, I think it would have stood. But to me, it looked like he got pushed. He definitely got pushed in. And then he didn't really go anywhere.
1: I agree with everything you said, but if we were to break down the Zapruder film aspect of this call, uh, Carl gave a little bit of a cross check to he, Doobie's yep. arm there before he got pushed. Yeah. It looked, I mean, it was almost at the same time, unless some of my eyes are deceiving when I watched it a couple of times. Close. Carl gave close. something of a cross check to Doobie's arm. And I think that's what lost the case for him. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Um, you know,
0: the the reviews were kind of the one thing that wasn't brought up at the GM meetings last month. Were you surprised by that? Yeah, a
1: little. I mean, you know, I know they want to redo the offside challenge mm-hmm. review, but I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I think, although in general, though, people like the replay system. If you do do the math, I'm sure it all even's out that most teams get a call here and then don't get a call from Toronto. Right. Yes, the Avs did have a, quite a losing streak there for a while, <laughs> yeah, but they've yeah. had they have had a few calls go their way, right? <laughs> this last couple months that, and I think this one was the least outrageous, you know, that they've ever had almost with their call against them.
0: That's that's one that you can live with for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: but yeah, I would expect that the league, you know, would. Well, first of all, I mean, they always want to tinker, but it, nobody wants to go back to the old days of when a literal toe was in the crease and they'd call the goal back. Like, right, right. The, God, when you compare it to that day when so many goals got taken away over nothing <laughs> right, right. at all having to do with the play, somehow, you know, literally a, a millimeter of a blade in the blue paint, you know, it was like, no goal. At least I think they get the, they review everything now where they, there's no more of that nonsense, but they, you know, they look at contact. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they know which goalies are selling it and which aren't. Dubnik is very known for yeah. overacting. You I know, was just about to say that. When he gets touched and he whines a lot to the refs. Uh, but, you know, in this case, I think you got to live with a call.
0: <clears throat> so so. Uh, Tyson Jost, yep. beautiful finish on a breakaway bar goal there. Bar down. Uh, yeah, uh, forehand, backhand, bar down. Top <laughs> shelf. Uh, quick, your thoughts on the goal, and then I'm going to have a little bit more big-picture question for you. Great goal. I mean,
1: it sort of came out of nowhere. It gets a lead saucer from C- Colin Wilson. In he goes, backhand, top shelf. I mean, great goal. Uh, Ten goals now officially for Joe's, so that mm-hmm. looks a lot better on paper. Yeah. Um, took him 62 games to get there. But, uh, yeah, Great goal. Uh, a really tough 20 minutes to come.
0: We actually, I want to pause. We had a we had a little fan walk up. We got we got a little uh, little guy here. If you want to say hi into the mic,
4: hi into the mic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> AJ is here. Uh, he's here wandering around. He's here with a gold hat on. Yeah, I love it. Me, <laughs> it fits you nice. They, they made me do
1: shots. Ad-
0: AJ I offers. I did
4: adjust the snapback to fit my head.
0: But, but even even snapbacks can have a, a crappy fit. That's got a nice fit.
1: You look vaguely this, like this a... This Jägermeister hat is really something. you got a hat on. You sort of... You look vaguely like kind of like a a a rock star, New Jersey, New Jersey mobster sidekick. <laughs> or something. No, I'm always the sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should be like the man. <laughs> so I'm always like forever sidekick status. We're all AD no, sidekick. I, I mean, yes, assistant to the the capo, yeah. a, the consigliere. I I can be the assistant to the regional manager. It's fine. Five. Yeah, some of no, it right now. Not. Yeah.
0: We're doing all sorts of stuff over here. Hey.
1: Yeah, come on. Yeah. Say hi. Uh, just say hi. Just We're say hi. Just folks. say hi. This is your Ice one, house moment tavern. to shine, man. Thanks for buying a shirt from us. How's it going, everybody? Bro, he just won a shirt. Oh, he won he a just, shirt. Okay. A, so you didn't give us a dime. Shirt winner,
0: uh, give okay. everyone your name and your Twitter handle. Plug yourself.
1: <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Andrew.
4: Uh, Twitter is at Drew Osmus. That's D-R-E-W-A-S-M-U-S.
1: You're the guy who called me the S word on Twitter. I would uh, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, never do that. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's
0: okay if he did. I probably deserved it. <laughs> no. uh, thank you for coming out, man. We uh, we appreciate you're you're always at these, so it's uh it's good I, I I think you had sweet you won sweet tickets last time, right? Yeah, so my other
4: buddy Andrew also actually uh, he won tickets today, so we'll probably be at the
0: Perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Looking forward to it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they're out here cheating the, t- the yeah, system. Join the yeah. ticket
1: raffle, too. I think your odds of winning are roughly five and six. <laughs> but
0: yeah, <go> <laughs> Thanks for coming out, buddy. Good to see you, as always. Uh, AD, so Tyson Jost, really nice yeah. goal, really goal. nice finish. Great goal. Um, nice. Yep. AJ and I talked a, talked a little bit about um, that that kind of group of three, the Comfort, Jost, Kerfoot, last night on the show. I want to talk to you about Tyson Jost. Right. Uh, I think coming into the season, you were the one person that wasn't quite sold on him. True. And uh, AJ and I talked a bunch of crap to you. Yep. And uh, I.
1: Is this your apology?
0: I don't necessarily want to say that that you were right, but he definitely did not meet our <laughs> expectations. Uh, right. Ten goals on the year. What does that do for the kid's confidence? And what do you see as, since he came back from the Eagles? Does he look like a better player to you? Uh, I think a little bit, yes. Seems
1: like he's a little more forceful with the puck, a little more north-south with the puck. It uh, doesn't seem like he's doesn't seem like he's trying to curl up and make fancy plays a little bit like he used to. Um, just a little more north and south. That said, he still had a he did have a few games I thought in this latest sort of funk a little bit at times that he's looked a little. You know, invisible at times, like he can be. For whatever, however that's defined in hockey. You know, it's just a guy not, you know, really making anything, like, happen out there. So, but he sure did on that goal. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah really. Tyson Jones is playing very well tonight, folks. <laughs>
0: really uh, nice finish. So you and I were just kind of sitting here talking about what some line combos could look like next year. And the one guy... That when you and I were talking, I, I kept thinking about Jost. Where do you see this kid now that we're at the end of the year? And and you saw how good he looked in camp, and yeah. you saw him come out flat, and now we've seen him kind of have a little bit of a resurgence. Where do you see Tyson Jost fitting into the ABS? Third long line center. Term?
1: Third line center. I mean, I think that's, I think that's going to have to be his his probable role, and I don't think that. There's nothing wrong with that if he gets 15 to 18 minutes a game as a third-line center. I just I think the jury is starting to form a little bit on the fact that he is maybe not a top-six forward.
0: Even at age 21?
1: Even at age 21. I mean, I just look at his game, though, and I'm not saying that. It's necessarily a bad thing. A hockey championship team takes, you know, Every guy in third line centers are very important players. So I just think that there'd be nothing wrong with that if he was to become the third line center. But with more of an emphasis, probably on, you know, um, you know, Heavy checking check. hard, yeah. but not trying to be a playmaker type so much because, well, playmaking's fine, not trying to be. Make him the man anymore about making plays. It's it's gonna have to be, I think, a little bit more like a an old Stefan Yell type of game where you're just out there skating hard, you're kinda getting in guys' faces a little bit, and you're also gonna score ten to fifteen goals hopefully. Yeah, I think that's that's kinda what I'm I just don't see, you know, thirty goals, sixty points from this guy right, right I, I now. It just doesn't should... seem like it's gonna happen. You know, that big of a leap.
0: I think Jost could be a 15 to 20 goal guy. And again, he's still young. He's still 21 years old. But, but you almost kind of hope that he's your third center, right? So that means you're, you're rolling Nathan McKinnon and maybe a, a Jack Hughes down the middle or someone. But if, if Tyson Jost is your 3C, I think you're in good shape.
1: I think so, absolutely. I think that's fine. And I think he has shown the ability to at least play in this level. He's got 10 goals. Uh, yeah, you know, he's kind of come back a little bit since the demotion and kind of rescued at least. Like, we don't think this guy's going to be an absolute bomb of a bust anymore. Right. He may yeah. not be the top six guy that we all envision with 60 points, but maybe 40 points, third-line guy. Carl maybe Soderbergh. that's maybe that's what he really is, and we should all just accept that and sort of move on to that, that moment maybe, I think. I, mean, I just don't see I'm,
0: I'm not quite ready to say that yet because
1: yeah. he is still so young I think anytime you've got a good enough skill you can always go from the third line to the second line and not freak about it you know yeah. you, you know it's not that much difference between you know a good team's second line and third line There should not right. be no. Yeah.
0: no I think uh, I think that's spot on I'm not quite I'm not quite where you are yet' I'm, I'm still uh, I'm still holding out for him a bit but yeah. uh, uh,
1: I'm not giving up on him either. I just yeah. think that, you know, if you ask me if you think he's going to get to 60-point status, sec- true second-line guy, I'm not seeing it. For some reason, I'm not seeing it.
0: Um, I- I- I'm definitely not but, in that boat as I mean, firmly as I was before. I'll put it that way. Uh, yeah. AD, let's go ahead and jump All to right. uh, one more break when we come back. We'll let you guys know how the game finished up. We'll give you a nice recap of, uh, of what happened tonight.
1: AJ have another Jaegermeister shot.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, if, if we can even drag AJ away from the Jaeger trays. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. but uh, <laughs> All right, we're going to jump to a quick break here. BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Ice House Tavern. We will be right back after, only after I remind you guys about our wonderful partners at strava craft coffee strava craft coffee it's a cbd enriched coffee that has really changed lives and the reviews are incredible so make sure you check them out this cbd infused coffee has taken away long-term migraines back pain arthritis ibs and it has even helped decrease anxiety. CBD is all natural and non-psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty and we could not recommend it more to our listeners. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use the promo code BSN2019 at checkout and get it shipped straight to your door. BSN Avalanche Podcast. We will be right back.
3: to all needs a family friendly atmosphere we have Colorado beers on tap all the games on the TVs it will blow your mind with amazing barbecue
0: third and final segment BSN avalanche podcast presented by the ice house tavern we've made a line change we're changing on the fly here folks Jesse Montano and AJ Hayfleet what's up for the third segment abs win
4: I've been forced to do
0: shots he, he's he's being forced into shots at Jaeger, uh, he, but he's got the swag yeah. to, to
4: to prove it to prove it. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so
0: that is a sick hat, though. Yeah, <laughs> I
4: actually do like <laughs> it.
0: I like the the orange tag on the front. <laughs> yeah, so really right. Nice it's touch. so cool. I yeah, like it, man. It's, a good it's hat. <laughs> uh, Three to one, Abs win. Ian Cole on the empty netter in the third period. Yeah, because eight. and further proving that if we talk about a guy needing to. Figure it the F out on the pod. He usually picks up some points. Uh,
4: my, uh, my, my trend of writing a story, uh, quoting a player the day of the game, and that player scoring a point that night continues. I am 12 for 12 this year.
0: So send your requests in. for Maybe fucking give one to Colin Wilson on uh, on Wednesday.
4: I can't talk to him in the locker room
0: too damn good looking.
4: He is. I get lost in his eyes.
0: He takes his shirt off right away, and yeah. I swear to God, he just walks around flexing his pecs.
4: I mean, dude, if I if I looked like that, dude, I wouldn't even own shirts.
0: I'd play this just elbow pads and gloves. I'd have the A painted on my chest. That's right. Uh, just get a
4: tattoo with Wilson 22 <laughs> on his back.
0: Yeah. Um... Philip Grubauer is the star of the night, in my opinion. You know, I would
4: also, I would also give the Minnesota Wild a lot of credit, uh, missing empty nets and Fleetwood flubbing, Mac. flubbing as many option opportunities as they can. Uh, the Wild, man, you got to give them lots of credit. They uh, they bailed Grubauer out when he needed it, and Grubauer did the rest.
0: What about Stevie Nicks, though?
4: Oh, I mean, dude, I love Fleetwood Mac. So they yeah. were just, they were just here.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I was
4: them. I was mad I didn't go to that I wanted to but there was I had a conflict that night and so
0: we sent my mom and dad when they when they came to town last year and they lost their minds they're yeah. awesome um, no Philip Grubauer continues a strong play for the ABS uh, I think it's safe to say that if there's any hope of them getting back into it it's gonna take number thirty one playing exceptional and he's done that for six yeah. straight games
4: thirty or thirty one or one man whoever's in there. Play it play it at least a 920 clip every night and You're you gotta give a yourself a shot. Yeah. Like, an, you could get away with 900 goaltending on some nights, depending on how things go, but they need to win in regulation. They need 920 goaltending in and out every night.
0: So, uh, let's talk briefly about this game, then we'll talk a quick snapshot of the playoff picture. Uh, this is, you th- a, real, this is I, a hell of a road win, man. I haven't talked to you at all about the game, so let's, let's, let's run it all the way back. What did you think? What did you think of tonight?
4: It's a hell of a road game. I mean, that's that's what you need, man. I mean, that's – they – that's – you go into another team's house and you drop 38 shots on goal, a team that's in the exact same position that you are, fighting for on the outside of the playoffs, fighting for it, and you walk into their barn, and you take two points from them, especially when you're a hated rival. All the consternation that ABS fans have felt – They just left it in Minneapolis tonight. Mm -hmm. You got two days of feeling real good about yourself.
0: Yeah. it's uh, You know, you and I talked about it. We said, hey, the only reason we're not willing to say they're totally out of it is because they've got these games against the teams they're competing with. Because Minnesota, Dallas, Arizona were on their schedule. Minnesota's
4: done. Boom. Two points in regulation. Did what they had to do. I don't know what uh, Dallas' status is right now. I know they were up 2-1 in the second period last I saw. But, you know, that's a team that they're still technically also chasing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they can't give up points to those guys. You got to go in there and you got to get it done. So, no, you, great yeah. great road game tonight. Um, you know, I, I joke about the Wild being one of the stars of the night because they <laughs> missed empty nets and, and blew golden opportunities. But that's, I mean, that's sports, man. Tyson Jones had a golden opportunity and he converted on it and... Uh, they the, the wild can't say the same you know and, and I mean the Avs even survived a, a, a goal taken away from them mm-hmm. you know they put four behind Devin Dubnik tonight one ended up behind Philip Grubauer boom you and Devin I... Dubnik, again proving big moments a little bit bigger than the big guy <laughs> so
0: I, I mean his it's that, been his whole career his whole yeah. career has been bad goaltending a couple seasons of he's, okay goaltending he's and six, then he's six feet tall in big games. There you go. Uh, take a look at the playoff picture now. One you still sit Minnesota. in 10th. You're one point back in Minnesota, three points back of Arizona. Pretty sure. Should be two.
4: You're still sitting in 10th. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you still have work to do. Like, are you excited about this? Yeah. Oh, man, that's Dave Gerbauer made. Uh, you're. In the you third are, period on that centering pass in front. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you're right. Two, two So points. one point back in Minnesota, two points of Arizona, three of Dallas. That's before Dallas wins tonight. Tied two to two with 10 minutes left uh, against the Panthers. Come so, yeah, on, Florida. Good yeah. for Florida
4: twofold because Florida wants. You want the Florida Panthers to stay ahead of the Avs in the standings <laughs> in case the Avs don't make the playoffs. That way abs, the Avs pick is higher. And uh, you do want. Uh, you do want Dallas to lose, so you're rooting for Florida for a couple reasons there. Huh? And hey, Detroit lost in the in the Ottawa pick race, in the, in the race for 31st. Uh, Detroit won again. Yep. Uh, so I think they moved back up to. They're, I six think they're points. six
0: points ahead of the the Sens. I think it's now back so, up to six. So it's just a matter of the Kings. Will the Kings ever win a game in their franchise's history again? Because <laughs> it's not looking like it, dude. Yeah, I don't know,
4: man. We'll see. We'll see how that goes down the stretch. But yeah. Ottawa having three days off has been awful because my hate watching of them has had to stop. Mm-hmm. That I means I've had to turn that negativity towards
0: something else. <laughs> and most of the time, that means it lands on on myself. Oh, don't say that. Uh, we got a back-to-back coming up for Ottawa tomorrow and, uh, and Thursday, so you can get all that hate flowing. And, yes. the, and the Panthers have the Coyotes on Thursday, so yeah. let's really go Panthers. Yeah. Let's really go Panthers. AJ, other thoughts on tonight? There's not much to say. It was a it was a great road win. This had to happen, mm-hmm. and I mean, for as much as
4: we've criticized Bedner and others have criticized Bednar and. We've criticized this leadership group for not being able to get up and, and for big moments and how they've struggled to find ways to get Ws. Here they are. You know, it's funny they had a they had a road trip in March last year, where they went to Minnesota and St. Louis, the two teams two teams they were fighting for, uh, with in, in playoff position, positioning, and they won those two games. So I wonder if this is just them running that back. I, you know, they go to Dallas and they win again.
0: Then, yeah, same. It'd be real interesting. Same,
4: same. Yeah, it'd be real interesting. It's they're, they're putting pressure on Arizona to continue to play out of their mind. And call me a skeptic, but I'm unconvinced that Darcy Kemper is a guy that can lead a team to a postseason berth.
0: Well, if it's not him, you know, it could very easily be Calvin Pick or Wong. I, too, like to make jokes is so odd. I feel bad even talking crap about the guy because he's, he's the best dude. He's the best. Uh, yeah, had they lost tonight, you're officially out of it. This is – They would have been what? Uh, uh,
4: seven points back? Six, six. points back? Six. Math yeah, is hard. Yeah, they would have been six points back and they would have just – with nine games to play. You're done. Yeah. Now you're talking about your what do we say? Two points back with eight games to play. Mm-hmm. That's a huge difference. Yeah. You no, had to have this one tonight, and they they stave off, they stave off elimination for another day. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's that's awesome for them, and that's awesome for a young team that wants to believe in itself, that's looking for reasons to feel good. Um, they're finding some confidence, man. You know, Joe and Colin Wilson combined on a on a great goal on the game winning goal. Um, they got they got good play from their stars tonight. I thought McKinnon and Rantanen were both really good. Um, Grubauer, Barry, those guys all stepped up and did what they had to do. I mean, how many times have we said your best guys
0: have to win you games? And but tonight you get Tyson Barry, Tyson Jost, and then Ian Cole on the empty netter. You got your best your best player stepped up, but you also got
4: help, right? And you got help in a low scoring game on the road. Against uh, against your key opponent, your your number one rival at this point. I mean, you can you can be upset about all the different things in the world that you want, but you have to give everybody full marks for tonight. For sure, they uh. got the job done. The other team didn't. You know, you could talk about missed opportunities. They could have gotten deflated after the Wilson goal was called back. Instead, they just came right back and what they scored. Uh, Joe scored that goal. What two three minutes later? Mm-hmm. Before they just, yeah. they just got. Back on their horse and win after it, man. Like, they, for a team as mentally fragile as they've been this year, these are the kinds of games where you're like, how is it that in other nights they fold up shops so quickly? Right. Because they stood tall against everything that came at them. They faced a little bit of adversity, and they just kept working. This was was a classic Jared Bednar win, where this is what he wants from his team. You know, he wants hardworking, Put the mistakes behind you. Play it like it's a 0-0 game all the time. You know, don't worry about the score. Just do your job. Do your job and understand what's going on. Understand where you are, what you need to be doing on every shift. Be engaged. You saw four engaged lines tonight. Uh, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the game quite as closely as I normally do just because we're obviously out here. We've got got other responsibilities going on. Uh, But it was... I, I couldn't have been more impressed with tonight. I thought tonight tonight was was excellent. I agree. You know, and and the result was was well earned. They didn't steal this. They didn't do it. They walked in there and they took two points by earning them. They they earned these, and um, they were they were just good enough. I don't want to say they were clearly the better team. I thought it was an even game, and the the only difference was uh, the teams that capitalized on their chances. You have each team had two or three chances that uh, changed the course of the game. Colorado got away with the mistakes that they made. Minnesota didn't. Here we are. Let's well, the, saddle up. We got nine games left, man. Nine or eight? Should be nine.
0: Oh, you said eight earlier. You were throwing me off. My bad. But let's – oh, I almost yelled, yes, let's saddle up. But I didn't have to yell. Uh, let's do that, man. Yeah, it's, it's – they made the, – the win tonight made these last nine games watchable. Well, they, I mean, like I said, they, they stave off of uh, what was essentially
4: elimination, mm-hmm. you know, and every game is going to be that way from here on out. We say, oh, it's the biggest game of the season. Every next game is going to be the biggest game of the season. Yeah. It's just that simple.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, AJ, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you and I got to chat about the game. Uh, it was also nice to have AD back on. Uh, big shout out to everyone who came out to uh, Ice House Tavern to hang out with us. Big, big shout out to Steph who came and watched most of the third period with us. Uh, We really appreciate it, you guys. Hearing from you guys and meeting you guys that listen, watch, read, consume all of our content. It uh, means more than you guys know, so we appreciate it. Let's keep this going. We we got a couple more weeks left, and, and we'll see what happens, but this win tonight means we get to have some more fun and enjoy hockey for at least another few days. For Adrian Dater and AJ Haefeli, I'm Jesse Montano. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by the Ice House Tavern. Thank you guys so much for listening.